0: this week on the good game bad game podcast we will be talking about pre-order disasters for next-gen consoles the cost of external storage will you have to donate your plasma to buy one uh the incoming cloud gaming wars and uh we're gonna be discussing uh you know our game for the upcoming week i'm spencer joined by my pal mike this is the good game bad game podcast mike do you want to do the intro song now
1: Ah, ah, good game, bad game
0: (laughs) Incredible, incredible Welcome back, everybody For episode 2 Now, I believe, Mike Episode 3 Or episode 4 It's one of those two Is when we're due to blow up It's episode 4, I'm being told Like
1: in popularity or like literally? Literally
0: it could go either way but i think the idea is uh you know like in fame like we will we will rise to we'll be famous on
1: episode four i think i would take the latter (laughs) i I was like wait
0: what's the oh okay (laughs) yeah uh, actually physically blowing up right right sure Okay, well, that could probably be arranged. Um, we can
1: do both, I mean, We don't need to limit ourselves.
0: Yeah. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, like, take me through your past week in, in video games.
1: In video games? Man. It's been a lot of reading. Not a whole lot of playing. I was playing uh, Halo this week. The new one? Um, no. <laughs> um, the original one. I've had the remastered collection forever, and I'm still chipping away at it. It's just one of those games where I have to really be in the mood. Um, and I wasn't in the mood to play Ori like I was last week. so. Mm-hmm. Which I did do some more research on Ori, because I know we did have some questions. It was originally an Xbox One game. It came out in like 2015.
0: Yeah, I thought we I thought we had uh, said that. I thought we like made that realization, and we were like, "Oh crap!" Like we thought this was a three sixty game.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, but it still says definitive edition. Oh, interesting. So interesting. I'm thinking it came out when the uh, One X came out oh. because there were a couple games that got remastered within the same generation mm-hmm. for um, for the uh, One X. That would make sense. So there was my confusion. I was
0: gonna say, I, definitive edition, like that game doesn't have DLC or anything, right?
1: I don't. I don't. I don't think so, but I haven't. It's gonna be one of those games where I play the base game and then that's it. <laughs> right, I'm, right. I'm. I'm very. I'm seldom in love with a game so much that I play DLC, especially if it's like a Game Pass game.
0: Oh, I mean, yeah, because then at that point you have to actually like, you know. You have to go out and like, like actually purchase it. Yeah, I feel like I'm the same way. I, I'll buy definitive editions or like, like uh, you know, like the upgraded edition if it's a game that I like know I really enjoy. That way, I have it right away. But it's very like, it's not very often I should say where I play a game and then go, yeah, I'm gonna buy the DLC. Yeah, I think Spider Man that was one where I did it, but
1: I still didn't do that one. I would. hmm Just. Been waiting for it to go on sale i think it went on sale once but it was like well, beginning of the summer and you know i was busy like being outside and doing summer stuff and lying a lot about
0: what i did over the summer because i couldn't do anything <laughs> i was like well, that's a so good like excuse i was gonna say you sound like you had a really eventful summer
1: No, just long for summer's past in the old world. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So fun stuff. Anyway, how's your week been? What you been playing? Uh,
0: I started Days Gone this week. Oh, really? Yeah, I got about an hour into it, and I was like, okay, all right, I'm liking this so far, and then I went back to playing MLB. (laughs) (laughs) Um yeah uh obviously MLB still taking up a majority of my time, but i'm I'm slowly getting there. I'm starting to like wean myself off of it a little bit. so uh, days gone most likely going to be the game that I um you know full, like fully play through next, I guess as far as like a story game goes.
1: Yeah, that's been a game I've been really wanting to get to. I have it I've had it for a while um just, just trying to get through horizon and um at least the last of us part two before i get there mm-hmm. which is a game i should have been playing for the past week but didn't <laughs> i really want to try to beat that this weekend
0: now do you already own days gone yeah, yeah. okay okay because that's that's something that I, uh we didn't even really get a chance to uh Uh, talk about last week but i figured would be kind of a a good thing to touch on um quickly this week is the the playstation plus collection that sony is going to be doing with like the ps5 where a bunch of those ps4 games um i don't have the actual list up in front of me but i mean it was like most of the like console exclusives i don't think like horizon was there or spider-man but uh god of war Days Gone was included. Um, I think, like, Final Fantasy 15 and, like, just, like, a bunch of... Uh, you know, they define... Like, they, they you know, said generation-defining games uh, from the PS4, which I think is actually yeah. a really neat thing that they're doing. Um, it almost feels like this is, like, yeah, we could do something like Game Pass, but not at all.
1: <laughs> right. Um, yeah, that was my thought, too, was that's their way to... Kind of, I don't know. Fire back at, at the Game Pass point. Um, I, I don't know a whole lot about that program, but I'm guessing like you just get to keep like those are you get a voucher or something, then you have the right to like download those games.
0: Yeah, I, I'm assuming it works just like you know the two free games we get a month for PlayStation Plus, or you know like that are included with PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to call them free or not. Um, but I think they're a part of it. Like, they're just a part of PlayStation Plus. So as long as you have a PlayStation Plus subscription, you're going to be able to download them and play them, which I think is, like, again, how it works. Like, if I lost my PlayStation Plus um, subscription and, you know, didn't have it for a month, I, I'm pretty sure you can't re-download. Am I right on gotcha. that? Uh, I'm not 100% sure about that. Uh, if so you, it's weird.
1: <laughs> if you let your uh, PlayStation Plus subscription expire you can't access any of the games okay that's what i thought
0: so thought thought that was something that was kind of cool that they're doing um you know i don't know if that's something that's gonna move systems any more or less than just there being a new generation uh but i think like you know i i I think a lot of us uh you know who are who are you know heavily into gaming have these just massive back catalogs of games that we want to get around to so there's a lot of games right there that most people may not even own yet um or in our case we probably own and just haven't gotten around to playing yet right um but i think that's a pretty cool thing that they're doing and uh you know it's a way for people who don't necessarily play those types of games to just kind of have quick and easy access um and i think it could be something to maybe I guess it could be something to maybe pull somebody who had, like, an Xbox. Like, oh, if I get a PS5, I can play all those games that I, quote-unquote, missed out on on the PS4.
1: Right.
0: So I thought that was interesting. So while we're talking about, uh, you know, these next-gen consoles, uh, did you manage to pre-order a PS5?
1: No. I was actually... (laughs) I was on (laughs) vacation and didn't even really have phone service where i was i think so we were camping in a in a cabin in new york and um i completely i honestly completely forgot about the whole event i was just spacing out for the week
2: mm-hmm.
1: and where i left my phone in the cabin i had service but who more stayed there because i just didn't want to be on it all week and i saw i got a notification from from google that said see sony playstation event or something something like that so i clicked on it and just read it and it said oh pre-order starting now and i said shit <laughs> and i clicked the link and um i think i went to best buy and i just i didn't have the service to do it so i was like okay whatever like i'll be home in a couple days i'll just do it then well that was a stupid <laughs> thought i i literally did not like think that this would have been as abysmal as it was
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and i a couple days later i was actually going through my email and a couple months ago i signed up for the playstation thing to like be one of the first people to get notified yeah and i honestly completely forgot i signed up for that or else i would have been like looking for the email
2: mm-hmm.
1: um because i honestly, did you get an email I did, yeah. Let me see. Oh I, shit. See if I, can pull up. I may have deleted it already out of frustration. <laughs> um, what
0: about uh, what about any any luck this week? Uh,
1: I haven't even. I I've given up. Yeah. Um, it's and it's it's unfortunate. Like it, I almost and I'm, I'm probably the only person that's stubborn stubborn enough to think this way. But the more that I i'm realizing that i can't purchase either of these systems the less i care about actually getting one because the hype <laughs> is gone right it's not like oh man i really need to get this on day one they're mm-hmm. giving me more and more time to think about it And i'm like you know what i've got all these games for the last generation and really the launch lineups for either console like don't blow me away oh yeah that's, so, that's always,
0: like, the issue with jumping to, like, a new generation. Like, typically, is that look at all these games that are going to be on it. Okay, no, these are all the ones that are going to be there day one. <laughs> like, right. And you've got, like, three games. Um, yeah,
1: so it's, like, I, I would be spending a lot of time playing one game that I'd probably be forcing myself to play. Like, I know the want uh, It's not a good comparison. I think the PS4 had a great launch lineup. I got Killzone and Knack on day one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and i actually really enjoyed playing those games like i pretty much dead stopped playing ps3 when the ps4 came out and then there was a pretty good string of games that came out in a short period of time after that um i just didn't see that being the case so so yeah no i just i haven't't I haven't even bothered looking it's i i think i tried the last time i tried was maybe like saturday or sunday
3: okay all right
1: and i try one site i i try I don't even bother with GameStop. I usually try. <laughs> I usually try Best Buy or directly from Sony. Uh huh. And if it says sold out, I don't look anywhere else. So I'm like, well, oh, that's it. Yeah. Um... And I know that, like, I know that, like, um, Microsoft has pretty much said that's it. We're saving the rest of the inventory for launch day. So, and I'm guessing the rationale behind that is so scalpers don't. Okay, get them all, which I think is a, a decent idea. Um, I just think it's going to be frustrating then when you walk into the store and there's all these people trying to get these consoles, especially with Xbox, where you also have the option of doing all access. Right. That you're trying to sell these consoles and also sign up people for this credit.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I, I just... don't even want to think about being a retail worker during any of this. It's gonna oh, be no. hell. Ugh. um, so you attempted to, to pre-order an Xbox as well. Like you tried, you tried doing both.
1: Yeah. I literally like after seeing what happened with PlayStation and of course, like Xbox was like, that's not going to happen. Like this is, <laughs> is going to be great for us. <laughs> and obviously it went the same, if not worse.
0: Right. Yeah. That was kind of, a uh, you know, the, these two like to kind of get these quick jabs in at one another and you know typically if it's done well and done right you know it, it, it can pay off uh this was an instance where xbox should have just kept their mouth shut and should have been like let's just pray it's not as bad as sony like let's not right. assume it won't be as bad let's just pray it's not as bad and if it is we don't say anything about it like because everybody would be like they both sucked but instead they came out and they were like yeah don't have to worry about that we'll tell we'll don't worry wink wink we'll let you know we'll let you know when they go live. Cause that was the whole issue with the PS5 is, you know, and this is why I was an idiot. Uh, Sony was like, and pre-orders will start tomorrow. And then I turned everything off because I was like, cool. Tomorrow is a new day and I will pre-order my PS5. And then uh, I think Walmart kicked it off and they were like, we're not gonna make you wait. And you know, whether this was by design or not, I don't know. Um, but they started pre-orders immediately obviously if this was sony's intention like we're gonna tell them but we want you guys to actually do it earlier because then like it causes this you know mass chaos to like try and get one
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know maybe it like all the attention goes to them and everything uh you know maybe i, I don't know obviously i don't work for sony um feel like that's good to get out there Uh, but Walmart kicked it off. So if Sony didn't, then as a retailer, you're seeing that Walmart's doing this and you're like, well, crap, like we then also need to do it. So Best Buy did it. Target did it. GameStop. Everybody, if they had it in stock, um, or if they didn't, we'll get into that too. Uh, they started, you know, immediately taking pre-orders. Um, and so, yeah, that mad rush, I completely missed it. I completely whiffed on it. And then this past week, I guess it was. Um, maybe it was like Saturday uh, GameStop said that they were gonna have more in stock. It was the it was the disk drive only, but I was sitting and waiting to see if I could get in um, to actually grab one for Brock and uh, like it, it was like gone in a blink of an eye. like they never set a time, which I think was to reduce scalpers. Um, but I sat there and I refreshed and they put me in a queue and then I got through to the site and it said they were out of stock and it wasn't like a real out of stock message like as if like the, pre- the pre-orders never started back up. It was weird. So I'd refresh and I'd get put in a queue and then, you know, finally I hit refresh and then it was like, they're gone. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I was like, I-, I like waited through the queue and everything and, you know, didn't really get anything out of it um like I never ended up actually getting to a site where I could pre-order so that was kind of annoying and I think I've basically given up hope and even more so I've given up hope and have basically just decided that I'm going to wait probably until I at this point I probably won't get one until 2021 and it kind of is what it is um not going to necessarily say I'm not going to try but I'm not going to get my hopes up that I'm going to get one um, but apparently, Sony just an, just you know released to all the retailers how much they will actually be getting in stock, and retailers have started canceling people's pre-orders because they actually gave out too many pre-orders. Really? Which just makes this an even bigger shit show. This gets uh, this is the bad game news story of the week. <laughs> like
1: <laughs> this might be the bad game news story of like
0: all gaming ever. This was handled so poorly. And Sony, like, did their whole, like, we're sorry, you know? Like, sorry we messed up the pre-orders. Hopefully you still want your PS5. Meanwhile, you can order that 24-karat gold one. So I've thought about it, but
1: it's not in the budget. Travis Scott for free. So, I mean, if not being able to get one as the general public wasn't a big enough FU... <laughs> yeah, it was one that we gave to someone who is quite wealthy.
0: Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like you yeah. had to do
1: zero work to get this thing. You
0: I presume. As, you a,
2: just.
0: Yeah, you as like a normal pleb, you know. You like to think that maybe you have a shot, and instead you see a guy who is sponsored by McDonald's. I see his commercial all the time, and he just gets a PS5 for free. Come on now.
1: Yeah, I do know, and I'm not gonna say who it is, just in case people decide to go batshit crazy and track people down. Mm-hmm. I do know one person who was able to pre-order it, or at least get the confirmation. We'll see what happens, whether or not they actually get it. Mm-hmm. But apparently they somehow were able to... They, I think they got a link from somebody off Reddit. oh, Or something like that and it took them basically directly i don't know it must have been some sort of exclusive link i don't know the full details of it but they were able to pre-order it the desk version
0: interesting yeah that was something that i saw too i saw i saw uh i heard i know two people uh or maybe three people i guess now that were able to uh actually land a pre-order um or you know it's like the within five degrees of Kevin Bacon, I know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who got a pre-order. Right. (laughs) Um, But one person was telling me that their roommate got a pre-order and then they got a link that was like, hey, if you want to get another one. And I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, are you like, are you absolutely insane? You, right. like this person already won the lottery by making it through your shitty website that can't handle this much traffic. That You, like... I don't, that's another thing that I don't understand how retailers don't prepare for something like this um,
3: but don't
1: know that you can
0: I mean you have to know that like this much is coming so like you could put in some sort of system right like like gamestop had a queue and everything and like people were saying that like the site was crashing. they would add the pre-order to their cart but then when they would go to their cart it would say you have too many or you don't have anything in here at all and like stuff like that like they they, they were so unprepared for this when they had so much time to prepare.
1: Yeah, I agree. I did have that experience So with the uh, Xbox pre-order. I did have one in my cart. Oh, my God. Um, but then when you go to hit, like, check out, it says, like, you have an invalid item in your cart. Right. Like, are you joking? <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, yeah, so
0: uh, pre-orders were just all around handled, I think, very poorly. Uh, yeah, it's
1: so I did find the email that Sony sent me. And they sent it to me on September 17th. So I would have been pretty much off the grid at that point, which explains why I didn't see it. But it says, congratulations, you've been selected. And it says, we're pleased to extend this opportunity to be one of the first to pre-order a PS5 console. And it goes to the instructions. It's starting 10 a.m. Pacific time, Friday, 9-18. Click below to enter the event. It says this URL is unique to you and not meant to be shared with anyone else. What and the basically hell? basically put into a waiting room. I never saw this email. <laughs> honestly, like I said, I forgot about it. I wasn't even expecting it. I'm jealous. And I also wasn't honestly. expecting pre-orders. Well, it doesn't matter. I didn't, <laughs> like, I use <laughs> it. Um, it's just frustrating because I completely forgot about it. It's so, like, annoying that they just dropped it, like, the day after.
0: Yeah, it's it's, I think, yeah, I think it's just frustrating and like, you know, cause again, they make you feel like, you know, everybody should have a fair shot and that in no way was <laughs> fair. Like, you know, whatever. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and sulk about it, but I am going to sit here and sulk about it. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, there's been, there's been a lot of mess after this now. Um, again, people's pre-orders are being canceled. Um, Amazon, I think, has had to warn people that they actually may not receive their consoles until 2021. Um, That's how
1: long? I know they said it wasn't going to come on launch day, but until 2021.
0: mm -hmm, That's something that I'm seeing. Um, Yeah. And and even just the fact that it wouldn't show up on launch day. Maybe, you know, maybe it wasn't Amazon. Maybe I'm getting that mixed up with something. But... Um, no amazon did say it was it, they probably weren't
1: going to come on launch day right
0: yeah exactly and that's what i was gonna say even just saying that i feel like is bad enough but i'm pretty sure some people uh some reports were saying that like other pre-orders if it wasn't amazon like you may not actually get your pre-ordered console and i think that's for both i think that was for both uh the playstation 5 and the uh, xbox um okay I would assume both Xboxes. I don't know the whole difference there because that's apparently another thing with the PS5 is that you know, roughly 20% of um, the consoles that were allocated for pre-orders at the very least seemed to be digital and the rest were the disc, which I thought was kind of shocking because I would have assumed more people would have wanted the digital, but I guess because people aren't willing to wait or uh, scalpers, it's probably uh, smarter to get the one with the disc drive because then you can... It's going to be easier to sell because uh, if somebody, you know, somebody would be, somebody's going to take the disk drive before somebody who wants the disk drive will take just the digital, if that makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, so I guess that's like a whole thought process there too. Uh, I don't know. That's just, it's such a mess. And then on top of that, we got some news about, and it was right after people pre ordered their consoles, uh, we got some news about how much it's going to cost to uh, upgrade the storage for it
1: for at least the xbox we're not sure about playstation yet at least i haven't seen anything for playstation Mm -hmm. so this one terabyte (laughs) i'm having flashbacks to the xbox 360 because they did the exact same thing then the one terabyte expandable storage card and this isn't a USB card or or, or a flash drive. This is the one that goes into that proprietary port on the back of the Xbox Series X slash S.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: One terabyte, two hundred nineteen dollars and ninety nine cents. <laughs> I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up Amazon right now. I'm gonna search one terabyte SSD. And I'm even going to go with a brand that I know is good. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go with the ones that I use personally. The Samsung uh, Evo series. I guess they're QVOs now. One terabyte, great drive, would use it in anything, would pay a premium for this. One terabyte, 109.99. So $110 more. Right, yeah, that's basically double the price. price. Yeah, And I get it. You can't, so with Xbox at least, we have very little details about the PS5. You can't have these storage optimized games be able to be played from like an external SSD or an external um, hard drive. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of the big selling point for this generation. Like This is the big leap is the storage and how it integrates directly into the processor and how load times are just insanely quick and how with the Xbox you can do quick resume on a couple different games at one time. Right. It enables you to do that. Which is cool. But
0: $220? Yeah, it seems a, a bit excessive.
1: half the price of the console. Give yep. or take
0: yeah really but. <laughs> um yeah that's in- that's insane to me and like i thought we kind of like learned our lesson with this whole like basically it's like you know uh, the whole memory card system um and i can think back to as recently for at least you and i it would be the vita yeah had the whole you know like um the whole memory card essentially uh aspect to it and man what a pain in the butt that is, because it has to be specifically made, uh, you know, for the system or whatever. And, you know, that then means that they can, you know, charge you basically like a premium for it. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not 100% sure on, you know, hard drives and stuff, so you probably know a little bit better. Um, but with the whole external hard drive thing, with both the current generation consoles uh you know nothing nothing specific there right like you know for the most part you kind of have free reign and you know therefore not uh absurdly expensive
1: right yeah i'm i so for both the ps4 and the xbox one um i bought two 2 terabyte seagate drives mm-hmm. um and they were maybe somewhere around 100 bucks each. So, like, not that bad. And, like, for this last generation, it's been great. Like, I didn't have to worry about storage. Right. Um, like, with the PS3, I got pretty late into the generation and then upgraded my hard drive. And the PS4, I immediately, like, basically, I think I bought a 2 terabyte hard drive before the PS4 was even out. And swapped it right away. So I didn't have to worry about game saves or anything like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, But yeah, last, last generation was great as far as storage goes, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I mean, Sony was like a little late because you didn't have the uh, option for an external hard drive right away. So you had right. to upgrade the internal. Um, And yeah, we both did that. But then we didn't have to worry about it again. At least I didn't. You know, you may have to do a little bit of shuffling, but really you're not making... um. Any like hard sacrifices or anything like that, because you probably have games on there that you haven't played or won't touch for a while that you could just clear off, um, right? You know, but I was looking at it, and you know, again, we don't know for sure what Sony's going to do. Um, you know, my best guess is that it's going to be kind of weird, and you're probably going to have to get something that's you know, it's going to have to be specifically optimized or something for the 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 PS5, and you know, obviously with it being an SSD that plays into an effect um and you know there's probably going to be more cost there um so I think because it's
1: sony and they've never like not had proprietary drives right and you know
0: it's, it's again yeah it's bound to be the same thing pretty much um so you know again we don't know for certain but i think it's pretty safe to assume that we probably will be looking at the same thing for Sony. Probably looking at, you know, it's going to cost you, uh, you know, anywhere from 150 to $250 just to get some extra storage. And, you know, that's if they do it at the same sizes. But either way, you're still going to be paying eventually over time to get that amount um, quite a bit. And Sony made it pretty clear uh, that you're going to need more storage because uh, it was released that's uh the miles morales game if you get the ultimate edition that comes with the spider-man ps4 Mm -hmm.
2: uh
0: that will take up over a hundred um 100 gigs and then uh if you have that along with uh wow uh is it is it demon souls that they're remaking? yeah Yeah. if you have it along with that uh Both of those combined is going to be like 170, roughly, gigs. So you're basically looking at taking up a quarter of your storage on your PS5 with just those two games.
1: Yeah, which is just ridiculous. I mean, for for this generation, I mean, unless halfway through they figure out some great compression technology, you're going to basically have one game installed at a time.
0: Oh, and especially if that one game's called Duty, which I think Warzone is up to, is it now 500 gigs?
1: Uh, it's it's rather <laughs> large. <laughs> I, I have no clue. Once those updates started getting ridiculous, I just stopped flying because I was like, I'm not going to. Like I said, I have four terabytes in my in my PS4. Mm-hmm. And I did go on and I did delete some games I wasn't playing anymore. Um Mostly to help with my bandwidth, because I was finding like half of my PS4 on like the rest mode, it was updating them and just killing my bandwidth. So even with that, I had probably almost a terabyte free, and then I started playing Warzone, and I had to get to the point where I had to delete more games. Um, yeah, it's I'm crazy. Picky. Yeah, it's it's stupid.
0: I see, I, I don't play Warzone, I don't even have it downloaded, and I, I just see like when Twitter blows up about it. Um, right. And people are like, oh, it's just a, a, a cool, clean 50 gigabyte uh, up- update for the game. Guess I'm going to delete Witcher 3 off my console this week. Um,
3: yeah. People are like
0: figuring out how to make their sacrifices. Um, yeah, no, it's it's going to be... Uh, it, it definitely wasn't the, the type of uh, news story I would think that you would want to break. That Oh, by the way, it's going to cost you half a console just to... Double, basically, I guess your storage on the Xbox. Right. Um mm.
1: And what does what does this mean for the Series S? Because you only get oh
0: yeah you only get five hundred and
1: twelve <laughs> gigabytes. <laughs> and like I said in our last podcast, if you if they were to make Flight Sim for the Series consoles,
0: oh my god,
1: that's most that's most of your drive. Now, I did um, find an article from IGN that Series S game sizes will be smaller than Series X by thirty percent, about thirty percent.
3: Okay,
0: and that's just since they don't, sense. they don't have
1: to be they don't have to be four K. So, mm-hmm. so that that's pretty cool. I mean, that again, you're still kind of at a deficit because it's only thirty percent. If it were fifty percent smaller, okay, like you're you're kind of breaking even there. Mm-hmm. but if you know you're going to get a bunch of games for the series s and you don't want to go back and forth with like deleting and re-downloading, and like again what does that do to your bandwidth like if right. you're downloading you know deleting downloading games as you go you're going to be throttled like crazy so if you think it makes sense to get the series s and then uh, one of these memory cards so you can play the new generation games like up to stuff. Um, you're. You might be better off just getting the Series X,
0: right? And just having the the updated space to begin with. I mean, the right. whole thing that is like you know that they're that they're touting is you know the ability to just jump from game to game. Well, how the hell are you going to be able to jump from game to game when you have two games on your system? You know what I mean? Right. Like you're not going to really be able to take advantage of this this amazing next gen feature that they're you know kind of pushing. I thought we learned our lesson uh you know i can't remember did the xbox 360 have memory cards
1: yeah um and that's what i was alluding to earlier it had these little proprietary memory cards okay and they were pretty expensive yeah, but they right. also had removable hard drives that were put in these like proprietary cases They're regular hard drive mm. but they had to be put in these uh cases which like, you couldn't just swap out the hard drives either because the cases had boards on them that would help it communicate with the system to know that it's a legitimate hard drive or not. Okay. Um. Yeah, storage for the 360 was stupid too.
0: Yeah, I, I was just going to say, because I had a PS2 and, uh, like, the GameCube. Like, both of those utilized memory cards and ju- just, like, the worst. Yeah. Like, I, like... <sighs> That's when I learned at a, at a young age how to properly allocate resources by deleting my Mario Kart save because I could get back up to where I was in no time. But, you know, my MLB, my MVP baseball franchise, you know, that, that there was years put into that. So, <laughs> All right. um, yeah, I, I thought we learned our lesson back then. I thought everybody hated them. Uh, I know I certainly did. PS3 didn't have to worry about it, had to upgrade the hard drive. Um, ps4 i didn't have to worry about it either because again just updated the hard drive but definitely seems like an unfortunate reality for the upcoming generation of consoles to have these, and i don't even go ahead, sorry just to have these like extra you know i i don't think anybody mm-hmm. wants to have to pay you know two hundred dollars to then <laughs> you know yeah double your storage i guess two terabytes is a lot hopefully hopefully you can get a lot of games on that and you don't have to really worry about it again but i don't know i kind of doubt it
1: and i don't think there's even an option to upgrade the onboard solid state drives in these things i'm not Mm. sure i'm pretty sure they're just built into the boards like the the storage units um i can almost guarantee for xbox that's not the case because you've never been able to do that on xbox um, but even even PlayStation, I mean, they're they're just touting this technology, so they probably don't want people using drives that you know can't work with the architecture.
0: Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I mean, with the way they have it built now, especially, it kind of seems like this is our thing. Don't do not fuck with it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do not
0: <laughs> knock it it's, off.
1: Yeah, it's it, it's ridiculous. It's just it's it's increasingly frustrating and like. I don't know why Microsoft thought it was a good time to (laughs) announce this. You know what? (laughs) It's already enough of a shit show. (laughs) How much worse can this make it? And like, I think it made it worse. Like I'm just frustrated at this point, Mm -hmm. like to the point where I don't even really care if I don't get these consoles, as long as cloud gaming goes in the direction that it's going.
0: Well, it's incredible that you would bring that up because this past week, a new challenger approaches. <laughs> um, Amazon announced that they of course, Amazon. Right? Would have that been your next guess? Um, no, Apple.
3: Oh, true, true, true.
1: Okay. I thought Apple was gonna be. I definitely knew. I definitely knew Amazon was gonna get into it, which is stupid. I'm dumb as someone who like pays attention to information and like the, the basically the information industry and, and cloud industry and all that. Mm-hmm kind of stupid for not seeing this coming before apple but
2: I uh
0: sure. y- yes and no i mean like apple's getting into like they have like the whole apple arcade and like they, they seem to be like, getting more of. into gaming um but you know amazon also has started and like you said with like cloud services and stuff that that they offer um to like all kinds of different uh you know, what is it? Amazon web service, right? AWS.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, like they're into that. And then like, they, they're working on games themselves now. So, uh, yeah, it, it definitely, those, those two easily, I would say were probably the next logical, uh, I think when Google got into it, that's probably why I almost was like when Amazon announced, I was like, yep, yep. Like, you know, Apple's gonna happen sooner or later, but, uh, It was definitely kind of, like, interesting. Um, And, like, the timing of it and everything, because we're about to get this next generation, but, like, cloud gaming this entire time has been kind of hanging overhead. Um, Especially because, like, Xbox has their their whole X Cloud, you know, that they're working on and everything um, in the midst of also releasing uh, a physical, you know, console. Um, And it's, yeah, it's definitely it begs the question of are we starting to see what will be like the end of the consoles and will we start you know getting more of these uh, cloud gaming services um, and will they continue to pop up and it will become this thing where you can you know Amazon's big thing is that they're touting that you can literally play it on like any any device you can stream it to um, is, is this like the way That things will be, you know, I don't know, ten years from now, before another console could come out.
1: Yeah, it's so before this week, I would have said this is the last physical console generation. And I know someone has to say that every generation. (laughs) Very brave, very brave. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so I'll just be the boomer for this this generation. Um. But I I guess Microsoft um, I just saw a blip on my phone didn't actually get to reading the article but I don't know if it was Phil Spencer um, said that Microsoft fully intends on releasing more consoles. I guess that can be interpreted in two ways. Again, I need to go and actually read the article and maybe I'll follow up with this next week but it could Mm -hmm. be like, oh yeah, we're definitely going to have more consoles. We're going to make smaller and more powerful like xbox series consoles or is it going to be like another generation
0: yeah i mean i don't know because here's the question like so again xbox has their own and you know they've said that they don't really see uh you know sony and nintendo as their competitors really they see you know like google as their competitor Mm -hmm. um and so that you know kind of makes you think like oh they definitely are in on this cloud gaming um Sony what are they gonna do like are they going to just keep going the way of the console uh you know they've kind of always we we say it like they've been stuck in their way and like you know they do it their way and that's that um you know like is this gonna finally force their hand like if Apple all of a sudden comes out with it and there's these four cloud gaming will Sony finally say like okay crap yeah we need to do this you know um I don't think Nintendo will. I think Nintendo will just keep doing their thing and it works for them. But I think Sony might get kind of caught between like a rock and a weird place and uh, not really kind of have like a good enough direction.
1: This is my hot take when I read about Luna, the Amazon service when it first came out. So Luna is essentially like a remote connection to a gaming pc unlike XCloud, where it's basically a remote connection to an xbox one x and um and i should say with luna it's windows based um so you don't get the issues where like with stadia it's linux based so that's why there's been such an issue with like developers wanting to port their games because like not only do they have to port it to PC if it's like a console-only game, they have to port it to Linux, which, if I understand, is pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't know a whole lot about GeForce now. I was reading that's an uh, NVIDIA service. I thought that was just like, like I don't know when it came out, it was just streaming from your PC. I think that's still the case. From what I'm reading, that's still the case, but, um. I'm not entirely sure. So my hot take is PlayStation Now sucks. PlayStation Now is one of the older ones. That used to be um, OnLive, which was like one of the original game streaming services, which I definitely uh, put some money into when it came out, and it was awful. Mm -hmm. Um, Sony bought that when they were really pushing PlayStation Now. Um, so PlayStation Now sucks. Sony really doesn't want to put the investment into it. It seems. Sony is working on porting games to PC.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Sony also doesn't have a game streaming service, like um, like a, like a Twitch or like a YouTube gaming competitor. I mean, right. Um, Sony's been working on porting their games to PC luna technically should be able to play playstation games that have been ported to pc and you can also stream directly to twitch since it's owned by amazon from luna right so my hot take is sony drops playstation now partners with amazon to have a playstation channel Hmm. Cause that's how apparently Luna's model is going to work. They're going to have channels. So like they, right now they've just announced that there's like a, there's like a Luna plus channel, which is like 50 or something games. Right. Just scattered. And they're going to do, I think they said a Ubisoft channel. So you subscribe to that, you get all the Ubisoft games that are included.
0: Is that the way we think like, you know, if, if, cloud gaming does take off which i think we both are assuming it will um it's just kind of like a matter of time and you know internet and like when that all gets kind of figured out and it's actually accessible to everybody um but like when it actually takes off do we see this going the way of like how we all have you know netflix subscriptions yeah, hbo subscriptions you have hulu i chose youtube tv you know like stuff like that like where oh well i don't really watch game of thrones so i don't have hbo but man, I love all the Marvel movies, so I have Disney+. Plus. Like, are people going to be making sacrifices like that? But instead of, you know, these these TV show and movie streaming services, it's going to be, like, gaming. And, you know, oh, well, I got the Xbox One because I got xCloud because I love all the Xbox games. And, you know, obviously there's going to be bleed over, I guess, of, like, what games are where. But, like, oh, I don't need to get Luna because I don't care about any of the PlayStation exclusives.
1: I hope not. I hate Amazon's model. Um, I mean it is technically the most accessible because it's it's the cheapest option to get like Just Luna Plus or whatever it is cuz it's it's like 4 or 5.99 a month whereas mm-hmm. like Stadia's 9.99 X Cloud is technically I guess 14.99. I I think I like Stadia's model the most, though I think they need to change it a little bit. You know, I think somewhere between xCloud and Stadia is best. So with Stadia, pay $10 a month. You get, I don't know, anywhere between two and five free games per month. And again, it's kind of like PlayStation Plus where if you let your subscription expire, you can, you don't have access to those games anymore. Right but you can also buy games. So like um I think I bought Red Dead and um Division 2 on there. And I really only did that because Stadia does some insane deals. If you're if you're a subscriber. Um I like that model. I think you need to have more free games though if you're going to be paying 10 bucks a month. Um Xcloud, I think, is good because Microsoft has been doing a good job of putting a ton of games on there. And like when they do cycle games, like they're not really getting rid of the better games. They're right. To cycle out the games to get very few
0: plays. And, and they're also like constantly putting like their exclusives on there, right? Like if you have um, like if you have access to, I guess, you know, Xcloud or um, like Game Pass you immediately like day like launch day for like halo you'll have
3: it right
1: yeah that's that's the way it's been going um and i think the like the first party games i think they're like perpetual too like i doubt they'll rotate those out
0: right i would assume they would just consistently stay on there i mean that alone is pretty huge if you ask me
3: like
1: that you was, know that was the only reason i bought the one x was to play the xbox exclusive games right oh i'm i'm sorry that's the only reason I bought the Xbox One, was to play the exclusive games. Mm-hmm. Once the One X came out, I bought that to be my primary console. Right, because at that I,
0: point they already had Game Pass, right?
1: Right, and the games. Like, I didn't buy the PS4 Pro, so right. the games just play better. Um. So, yeah, I, it's for that, it's a great deal for the first-party games, for sure. But we'll see. I don't think there's been any talk of Amazon having any first party studios. Um, I think Google has a couple. I know they at least have a couple exclusive games. Like the people who made until dawn Supermassive, they're going to mm-hmm. have an a Stadia exclusive game.
0: I thought um, Amazon had that game that came out.
1: Oh, right. They did like, um, it was almost like an overwatch competitor, right? Yeah. And then it had to
0: go back into beta. <laughs>
1: It did that? Yeah, I didn't really pay much time to do it. I don't really care
0: for those games, so I'm I don't even remember to... what it's called. So, um, but that happened, and they are working on. Uh, I believe I could be wrong here, but I believe they have a studio that's working on a Lord of the Rings game. I think. Oh really? It, I think, or it like takes place in like the Middle Earth world, which is kind of confusing because Warner. Brothers had the Middle-Earth, Shadow of Mordor, and Shadow of War games, I thought. So yeah. I'm not 100% sure how that's working, but I, I thought that was a thing. Um, I, I thought they had another game that they were working on at the very least. So it does sound like they're that's like how they were trying to originally get into gaming. And then now they, you know, they announced this. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, think, like, I think it's great and all that we're seeing this and that it's, you know, I think it's very exciting. And, you know, I think... There could be a lot of good and, you know, all that. And you know, with how yeah, everybody's getting, you know, monthly streaming packages for, again, TV shows and, you know, movies. You know, why kind of in a way, why wouldn't you do something like that for your games if it's something that you put, you know, a lot of time into? Um, you know, it could easily be more cost-effective. I think Game Pass proved that for a lot of people. Right. Um, I think what's, like, scary or, like, worrisome about it is... At least for me personally, you and I both, we grew up in an area where internet is harsh, uh, not great, um, some would say terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a good day, I was getting two megs down. Uh, on a bad day, I was getting half a meg down. So that's one <laughs> meg every two seconds. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that's, that's scary. You know, people don't have access to great internet. I, even now I get, you know, I'm on some crappy Xfinity package where I get a hundred down allegedly. So.
1: And that's split across
0: how every many device people? that's
1: on. Yeah, exactly. So at the end of the day, I mean, I have a 300 um, megabit uh, plan, And there are times where, I only get, I think on average, based on how many devices I have in my house, I get maybe between 10 and 20 megabit, megabit down like per across device. all my devices, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's, you know, they'll say, like Stadia, we talked about last week how Stadia, uh, you know, says you only need some ridiculous small amount. But yeah. I know for a fact that's, you know, e- even if the average person has that good of internet, it's... Not going to actually work. Um, it's really,
1: it's really going to hen, uh, hinge on the success of five G, right? And how that takes off. I don't think that these streaming services are totally designed to be for like in house Wi Fi. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and Google just did an event today for their their new Pixels, and they were showing a lot of Stadia and basically throughout the event it was just touting that like, oh, you can play these games on 5G. Which that that that's like I said, it's what's gonna hinge on because we just have um and I and I mean this broadly, a government that doesn't understand the importance of infrastructure. I mean America is one of the worst in the world for network infrastructure. Right. Yeah. It's just not seen as a priority, which is stupid and you get areas like where we grew up, where Mm -hmm. basically if you're not along a major road, you don't have something that I would consider internet, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's what I was going to say. It's, it's the problem with like the, the infrastructure of it is like the, the big gaps that you see all over the place, you know, major cities and stuff. Yeah. You, you might have the opportunity to get like gigabit internet, um, you know, if you're, if you're lucky, right. Um, and you know, people who, but people who have that and who have tried Stadia have come out and said that like, yeah, no, it still has its issues. though it still sometimes right. have, has latency issues. You know, you're pressing the space bar to jump and like nothing's happening for like five seconds and then your character jumps, you know, stuff like that. Um,
1: I will say, um, I haven't had a ton of issues. I actually have found Stadia and xCloud to work quite well in my mm-hmm. setup
0: i was gonna say there have been plenty of people who have said that there there, there was somebody who said they were in a grocery store parking lot. they were like i'm gonna try and play stadia or it was it, it was either stadia or XCloud, i'm sure
3: mm-hmm. um
0: and they said it worked fine they, they didn't have any latency or anything like that so i mean there are these cases um but it, i don't think it's like you know it's uh hmm it's not like a, a very like hammered out point of what is actually needed and you know it's definitely, it's certainly not guaranteed at any level. Um, so I just think it's funny that they say you can play it on like probably, I think 10 or 15 down is probably some of the stuff they've said. And, I think, uh,
1: yeah, I think Stadia initially said 10 down. Mm-hmm. And I know like xCloud at one point said three down. That's insane. Um, I could tell you I did go somewhere where the internet was about that speed.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I, I couldn't even get to like the screen. And this was this was during the alpha process where it was in a totally separate app. Now it's in the Game Pass app. Uh-huh. This is a dedicated streaming app. I couldn't even load the app. Um, so that wasn't entirely true. And I did do a speed test. I was getting three down, like almost exactly. Damn. Um, and then I also tried Stadia. I was in a in a mall, and. Uh, I tried Stadia, just waiting, and it worked a lot. I was playing, um, oh, what's the name of the game? Dusty. No, I was not (laughs) playing Dusty. I was playing a platformer (laughs) game. Little little Nightmares, that's what I was playing. Oh,
0: okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: with like the on-screen controls in a all. and it worked for about a minute, like fine, like great, like I was like, oh my god, this is actually working, and then it started getting kind of pixelated and laggy and just unenjoyable. I was like oh, okay,
0: <laughs> you're like, oh, well, crap, <laughs> it's <laughs> working.
1: Oh no, <nope>, never mind. <laughs> well, we'll see.
0: Um, it's definitely like I said, it's gonna happen, right? Like this will be, well, almost certainly this will be, this is. You know the future. It's just, you know, how how far into the future do we have to get before it's actually, you know, I I guess how things are currently. How like I can walk out to my living room, I can turn on my console, and I'm playing games, and you know it's just so easy, and it's its own thing, and and everything. You know, it's kind of a how right. soon until we get there, and you know you're not even thinking about how many you know kinks and issues there were in it. But yeah, it will certainly happen eventually. I, I
1: I say even this time next year, I mean, there's going to be a complete transformation. Mm-hmm. Um, in two years, again, I think it's going to be pretty exponential. Um, and we'll see what players are still around. I I'm personally not really in the Amazon ecosystem, other than like buying literally everything off of Amazon. <laughs> It sounds and, like you're really in the ecosystem. <laughs> but as far as like the media stuff goes, like right. the only Echoes Echo devices I've ever gotten have been like free, like promotion things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I honestly don't really care that much about Luna. I don't, like I said, I don't like the subscription model. I just, and I don't, know what games are going to be on there but I know I can play them elsewhere like I'm already integrated into xCloud and Stadia and like I'm sure Destiny will be on there well great I can play that literally anywhere.
0: Minecraft GTA 5 those have to be on every single console Skyrim those have to be on every single console device ever so if they aren't figure it out
1: I I do think that and I'll try it I just feel like that's my my duty to do the 7 day trial or whatever it is Mm -hmm. and and try it um i do think it's going to be it might be the most successful streaming service again it's kind of hard to measure because like XCloud is included with game pass ultimate right but there are so many people right now that want to stream video games i mean i know plenty of people that i would never thought would buy a gaming pc um but they go and buy or build a gaming PC so they can stream games that they already have on console. But you know, this is just the best way to do it. Cause you can actually like edit your videos and you can use um, OBS and, and things like that. Right. Uh, e- easier. I think the fact that Twitch is just so wildly successful mm-hmm. and you're going to be able to stream directly from Luna. I think that really lowers the barrier to entry. And you know, you no longer have to buy a gaming PC to, to stream on Twitch on like a PC version of a game.
0: Yeah, that's that's definitely gonna be huge. It's kind of funny that this this comes out after uh, Microsoft had to shut down Mixer because you have to think about you know a lot of people said with the Mixer platform there was so much good about it and you know it just didn't get the it just didn't get the attention that Twitch gets and, you know, they eventually just had to kind of shut it down and, uh, you know, pushed it to Facebook gaming. I don't know how much of a partnership uh, Microsoft and Facebook gaming have for, you know, integration uh, with like Xbox games and stuff like that. But man, like, I think what you're saying kind of nails the point like that, you know, Amazon's already got this kind of solid base with Twitch and everything and, you know, the ease for streamers and stuff to just be able to, to just pick up and, and get going. And, you know, that's going to, that's going to be huge for some people. And I think you're absolutely right. That's going to definitely help uh, Luna take off and get, you know, you know, if you can win this, you know, in any sort of way, you know, it'll help them do
1: that. Right. And just think I was, I was talking to someone about this. Um, I think it was my brother actually. um. Twitch has got all these essentially like TV celebrities. You know, you look at Ninja and and those types of of streamers. Basement Gamer. Basement Gamer. (laughs) You you pay these people tons and tons and tons of money for one day a week for two hours to stream a game using the Luna service and essentially become an advocate for it. Mm -hmm. And the next thing you know, you've got teenagers begging their parents for the fire streaming stick, you know, a year subscription to the service and probably a $60 PSD controller with just face on it. Yeah. Yeah, the controller, um, I think they're doing like an early access program right now. I think they said it's $50, but it's going to be more once it goes into kind of more of a general availability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. I I think it'll be interesting, especially with the streaming crowd.
0: So do you think, let's say say like five years from now, um, it's episode 260 of the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. (laughs) Are we going to be talking about the console wars, but this time we're going to be talking about the war between Amazon uh, and Luna and uh google and it's it's product stadia do you think we're going to be talking about those two? Um, and in in and, and, and in like the sense of how people were like you know you know fanboys over like ps3 and they were like i will cut you <laughs> if you buy an <laughs> xbox Like you're out of the will <laughs> if you buy an xbox uh do you think we're do you think we're going to get something like that or do you think which is how easy you know cloud gaming Should hopefully be and just how fluid you can kind of move from thing to thing that like it's just all not going to matter five years from now
1: i think it's going to depend if it follows the same track as like and this is going to get really fucking confusing like i want to say video game streaming like playing games on twitch Uh uh-huh um obviously i can't say that anymore i'm gonna have to say like uh video game broadcasting or something right for, for, for like what is currently considered streaming i, but I don't know get like our you, you look at all the drama with like ninja and like oh my god he went to mixer like he's literally like he switched sports teams yeah no. i think if it, i think it i think if it picks up that kind of traction then yeah i think i think it's going to be like basically going to be a sports team again like I, and i think that's what it was years ago mm-hmm. a couple generations ago in the console race um yeah I don't know Uh, as far as the players though it's weird i i and i know i'm in a pretty wide group of people saying this um i don't know the stadia is going to be around Mm -hmm. um google has a pretty good way of (laughs) divesting and (laughs) things that don't work quite well for them (laughs) um i'm hopeful i really like stadia it's definitely my second behind x club and will probably always be that way mm-hmm. um but yeah i again i getting getting back to the point it's really going to depend on what influence what uh influencers say yeah and, it, uh,
0: it'll be interesting you know I I would almost like to think that it won't go that route really like, yeah, you know, yeah, you're right. Like it's like the whole sport. It's almost like a sports team, you know, like a major athlete moving from, you know, Boston to Tampa Bay or something, you know, and people (laughs) get get riled up about that. Right. Um, What do you think is more going to be more confusing Uh, talking about streaming in the sense of playing for an audience and, you know, playing the game from a cloud service. What do you think is going to be more confusing? Trying to, you know, talk about video game streaming or talking about a uh, Microsoft gaming console?
1: Um, <laughs> I mean, I think in a couple of years, we're not going to use the phrase streaming to playing like Cloud or Stadia. I think it's just going to be playing games. I mean, it's not like, I don't know. When I say, like, currently, like, when I say I'm going to watch a movie, mm-hmm. I don't say, I'm, and and I own almost no physical media as far as, like, movies go. Right. I'm going to say, I'm going to go watch a movie. Right. And that means I'm going to log on to Netflix or Amazon or Hulu or whatever, and I'm going to watch a movie. I don't say, oh, I'm going to go stream a movie.
0: But if you're a suburban mother and you're going into a GameStop saying, I want to buy an Xbox, the retailer the worker who hates their life is going to come up to you and go, are you talking about the Xbox series X, the Xbox one X? Or are you talking about the Xbox series box X with the box? <sighs>
1: <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> it, it is annoying. And I, it's funny since we started doing this podcast, like it really didn't bother me that much at first. I kind of thought people were really throwing a fit about it. <laughs> it wasn't really that necessary, but you now I have to earlier. say <laughs> Yeah. Now I have to say it all the time. Uh-huh. Go from it's just it's just like use it, it would even be better if they use different continents you know like don't go from the Xbox One S and the Xbox One X to the Xbox Series <laughs> X and the Xbox Series S like
0: all you're changing is the one to series
2: yeah I don't know,
1: I you use Q or V or something
0: <laughs> why <laughs> oh my gosh um all right well I guess before we wrap up episode two which can I just say what a joy it was to be oh, yeah. to be able to talk video games with you again. Let's talk about a game that we're each excited for that's coming out within the next week. I thought this would be fun because I, I texted you. And I was like, you know, from on a week to week basis, you're gonna have some weeks where there's just like absolute, you know, garbage or just games you've never even heard of. And so you have to try and pick a game out of that. Uh, that you're quote unquote most excited for i guess not necessarily that you are indeed excited for it and then you're going to have some weeks where it's going to be so hard like no like november i'm going to guess every single week it's going to be really easy to find a game but it's going to be hard to choose amongst like you know three of them um so did you did you find a game this week that uh you know tickled your fancy
1: yeah and it surprised me because it was actually one that i knew was coming out Mm-hmm. I just didn't know when. I think we're. Um, I think we might say the same game. I probably. I don't know what other game you would say. Looking at the list, <laughs> um, but I guess I'm excited for Crash Bandicoot. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we just missed out on. I think Mafia Definitive. I think came out this past week. Yeah. Um, or else I would have probably said that.
1: I I'm excited for it. Like it's cool. Um, I don't know if I'm going to buy it. <laughs> right. Uh, I just I I'm still. It's one of those things in gaming I'll never get over, and that was Activision ending up with Crash. Like it just, it's it's for me it's just not going to be Crash. Like even the remaster. Like to me that's not Crash, and it like that's just, that's me being stupid because it's literally the Naughty Dog game that was upscaled. <laughs> right well i mean toys for bob
0: is is like you know doing this and you know they did uh you know uh both both remasters for uh crash and then the remasters for spyro right they definitely did spyro um, yes and you know spyro was done really well and i thought the crash ones were done really well too if it wasn't uh uh if it wasn't toys for bob you know so i mean mean, it was beautiful
1: yeah it it looks good
0: And, you know, it was just as frustrating as I remember. Um, so I can only imagine with, you know. It's funny because games were brutally hard, uh. you know, ba- back in our day, you know, back in oh, yeah. when we first started playing games, you know, I-, I have a NES classic that I tried playing some of the games on that and they're like impossible. Like, they're just like, they're, they're to the point where it's like, you know that a game's gonna be so hard, so you get it and you play it. And then like, if you don't beat it, it's fine because you knew that was gonna happen. But like now they kind of like taunt you and it's like the carrot on a stick and you're like, you can reach it. And you're like, oh, I can beat this game. Uh, And then they just beat you down until you are so emotionally hurt that you have to put the game down for years. Then you wipe the dust off of it. You pop it back in and you find out that the, the boss that you were stuck on really wasn't that hard you just had to shoot shoot him in the nuts or whatever
1: yeah it's <laughs> it is funny because i like think about going back to games and i'm like maybe it's just like i sucked at video games when i was younger <laughs> and i go black i go back to the game and i'm worse now <laughs> than i was as a child <laughs>
0: You're just like, oh no, that was that. No, this game actually is just brutally hard. I don't know how I even got to this point in this game, right? Back then, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so I, I can only imagine how hard it's going to be. I haven't, I, I went, uh, you know, I, I got the remaster, I beat the first one, beat the second one. I still haven't beaten the third one a- again, so I want to do that. Um, so I'll probably end up doing that before I even pick this game up. But out of the options, this was definitely the one that I'm probably going to end up actually playing um it's just kind of a matter of when not necessarily if but
1: um yeah to, yeah to it'll go, it'll to crash it'll be interesting as my last my last thing on it is i i almost think they're going to add too much and just make it like overcomplicated. like i just kind of want a game like that to be a platformer and be, mm-hmm. and be fun and frustrating and i say that and i want to compare it to crash one i've actually never played crash two or three I have them now because of the remaster, but like when we were younger, we only had Crash 1 and like that was sufficient. I don't think we ever beat that game, my brother and I. I think we got to the level where like the ice bridge, yeah, we never got past the ice bridge. We have to like ride on the hog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the planks like drop out. Yep. So we'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'm just being stubborn. Maybe I'll get through all the Crash remastered games and say, man, I need more of this. And hopefully Crash 4 is exactly the same
3: yeah i
0: think i've already seen a lot of stuff and they've definitely made a lot of changes um whether they end up being good bad or or what but um they have made a lot of changes so you know it's kind of dangerous with a game um but for the most part it seems to be your like typical crash and i think it'll be you know frustrating and hard and all that um but like A good amount, I'm assuming, you know, because that's kind of how I felt going back and playing one and two Um, playing those. I was like, you know, banging my head against a wall. But, uh, you know, over overall, they're still enjoyable to go back and play. Um, But, yeah, if you still have two and three to play, I kind of find I I think I find it kind of hard to believe that you'll um, like play two and then want to immediately jump into three. Because, again, these games like beat you down. So, like, you have to get through two. probably give it a year or two. Play three, give it a year or two, and then you know maybe you'll be ready for Crash Four at that point. All right, well, I believe that'll do it for episode two of the Good Game Bad Game podcast. Mike, this was fun. We should do this again next week. Uh, if you guys are listening uh, and uh, wherever you're listening, I should say, if you could go ahead and if you're able to give us a nice little rating if you enjoyed. Uh, we would both greatly appreciate it. Share it around with anybody who enjoys video games and is enthused about them as much as Mike and I are. Um, and follow us, I guess on whatever service so that way you know every Thursday when you wake up you can download it and uh, uh, you know give us a good listen and uh, we'll 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 see y'all next week.